Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. My name is Michael McGuire and my company is McGuire Capital. If you'd like any information during today's show, give me a call or after at 405-760-5863 or feel free to visit us at my website at mcguirecap.com. Today's show, we're going to talk about, I think, uh, something that is a, a topic we all have an interest in, and that's the worry a little bit about what's going on with the economy and how to protect your finances in case we do slip into a recession. And you know, folks, there's always boom and bust. And we haven't had a recession in a while. And uh, we've had certainly a lot of hard economic climates. Uh, but we've avoided so far a prolonged recession. But today's show, we're going to talk about it. And uh, the current uh, environment that we find ourselves in, a lot of Americans are asking, you know, what can they do to protect themselves? How do you protect your money? And um, I'm going to talk about that today. But before I get too far along, I want to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. And Tony, how have you been since last week? Well, I've been doing good, Michael. I've been busy, but really good. I feel good about where I'm at as far as the holidays with the family. My wife and I finally finalized all that uh, shopping and our schedules for the holidays. So that felt good. And I've been really busy, which uh, kind of helps the time fly by and keeps me out of trouble. But I know this is a really busy time of year for financial services professionals like yourself. Uh, year end, you've got uh, clients who are retiring next year, so they're trying to finish that up, or clients that uh, need to make some money moves to uh, minimize that tax burden before the year end, right? Hey, absolutely. I've got actually about three or, f well, I do have three that are getting ready to make that full retirement jump on ah. the first. So we've been doing a lot of prep for that. But yep. I want to talk before we get into the show, I want to talk about an appointment I had early this morning from a radio listener. Oh, excellent. A, yeah, I had a call. Turns out, now how funny is this? They actually live about four blocks from me. No. Um, yep, close by. But it, it was such an inspirational meeting. I asked her for permission. I'm not going to re, you know, uh, reveal who she is. But, you know, she told me, and, and she said, you know, you need to give people hope and please feel free to relay my story. So here's a little bit about her story. T you know, Tony, I met her this morning from the radio and I could tell she had a, a pretty thick German accent. Mm -hmm. And I asked, you know, are you from Germany or not? And she says, let me tell you, I came here uh, and she's in her 60s, early 60s now. So I came here uh, just before I turned 20. And I came to America with $600 in my pocket. And I uh, uh, started trying to find employment. And she, she came first to the East Coast. 
And she said, you know, one person out after another, so you don't have any experience. We can't use you. And she said, finally, a lady told me that thing, that same thing. You don't, we don't, you don't have enough experience. She said, look, if you don't give me a chance, then how am I ever going to gain experience? I'm really right. willing to work. And so she took that first job at $2 and 75 cents an hour. And wow. You know, from a story from nothing, she's sitting in front of me with around a, a, a close to a million dollars, and her home paid for, her automobile paid for, and um, I thought, wow, what a people uh, ha- should take this story and realize you can come from nothing and hard work. And what she had, Tony, was a discipline. And she told me just straight up, she said, you know, I, I, I looked to better myself. I took a job as a clerk and I decided to, to look into exactly what accounting is and, and what CPAs do. And she worked full time and took a class here and there, took her six years, but got her degree. And mind you, working, she top of her class. Um, and she said, I, I decided I'm going to sit and, and take the prep course for the CPA, which she did. And really, in the last four years, she's made the most money she's ever made. She's never made more than 80000 a year, yet I'm looking at a portfolio of right at a million dollars and everything paid for and reserve funds, everything that I talk about and preach about. Um, she had it. She's. I just want a second opinion. I heard you on your show, and I thought, wow, here's somebody that did it the right way, and here for her was the right way. Tony, she budgeted. She saved back for her two children. She just put a little bit of money aside and kept doing that and kept doing that and for herself. Kept putting money aside, and um, uh, basically through years which is what we talk about in the magic of compound interest um i'm looking at her portfolio she mainly used mutual funds and she was did her homework on her own uh and the i was impressed still very diversified she started a few years back uh, what i talk about she had three different fixed index annuities in her portfolio and a fixed index annuity is a vehicle that you can't lose your principal um, it, it can only go up, never down, or stay the same. And she she really was smart enough looking at that to decide, you know, I'm approaching retirement. Let's let's get more and more conservative as that happens. So her phone call with me is she has another batch that she's considering doing a fixed index annuity. And as you know, I do everything from individual stocks, mutual funds. But we had a great conversation, and I just came away thinking, you know, it does work. America, despite maybe what we hear uh, from some people today, is the land of opportunity. And if you put yourself to work and keep your eyes open, you can start at minimum wage, just like back when she started minimum wage, it's two seventy five, dollars um, or at least that's what she got paid. But put back that money, create that budget. She did everything that I, when you come to see me, that I talk about doing. And during today's show, we're going to talk about it. So, Tony, the long-winded, but a wonderful meeting this morning. And um, really, um, you know, is encouraging that yeah. you can come from absolutely nothing and do it well, and hit the American great. dream. That's great. In fact, I mean, it's so amazing that, uh, you know, here's somebody that actually did the things that you're talking about each week on the show, 
and it shows it pays off. Uh, diligence and hard work can pay off. And uh, I think that's great. And you really just need a can-do attitude and you, you need some positivity and that can still happen. And I think it's wonderful. Uh, that's a that's just I'm glad you shared that with our listeners and with me because uh, that has to make you feel good. And the fact that she wanted to work with you uh, for retirement planning is also great. Absolutely. I love it. I love I love those calls and listeners calling in. And and it seems like, Tony, every week, one or two, I, I get new appointments and and it just it's it, it does me good. It makes me happy to yeah. help people. That's awesome. Well, you know what, Michael, and it ties right into what you want to talk about on the show today, doesn't it? I mean, you've chosen, you know, you've got a timely topic for us today. And I think a lot of our listeners out there are worried about recent events, their supply chain issues, uh, what's going to happen with the economy, what's going to happen with taxes, with all the money that the government is spending and you know, what, how will that affect us? I think the question is, how is it going to affect me? A lot of people ask, or my loved ones or my friends and family, how's it going to affect our personal finances? Right? Yeah. And I agree with you, Tony. That is the question. How's it going to affect us? And, you know, plenty of people out there are, are enduring right now, some financial anxiety, especially if they're looking down the road or very close to retirement. And, but it's like I always say, you know, uh, economies like the one we're, we're dealing with right now tend to show us the true power of having a financial strategy, really understanding what you're doing with your portfolio and uh, mapping out a plan and sticking to the plan because we are going to see ups and downs. We always do. So I think um, there's a, a an article that I read in Business Insider, and it kind of lays it out. And I'm going to start with their first suggestion, and it's probably going to resonate with a lot of people, and it's to get rid of your debt. It Just like my appointment this morning, she tackled her debt in the beginning and now she's debt free as she's approaching retirement so let's have have you take a serious look at who you owe what you owe write down your fixed uh expenses you know like a mortgage and an automobile expense and then there's this discretionary spending those credit cards let's tackle those higher interest um, debt items that you have it's obvious it's it's common sense but until you sit down with somebody that'll hold your feet to the fire and really go over it with you uh, on exactly how to do that which one to tackle do you tackle one do you tackle all of them a little bit in each one you know what's the best best method and so tony that is the first step well and and it's a good one i mean obviously that you need to figure that out. And of course, working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional is a great way to do that. Um, I've often been told that just, you know, making a list of all your non-mortgage debts and then attacking those debts is a good action plan. Is, is that a good move in your opinion? Absolutely. You know, Tony, that's really um, an excellent point and an excellent place to start is to, to look at those debts that um, are the highest interest. They're typically credit card debts. And that is the, the your mortgage is something that 
I would look at last. It's typically, especially in today's times, uh, if you've refinanced or, or recently purchased, you've got a low rate. And so it, it's it's all about improving your cash flow. You know, cash flow is king. Yeah, if that's you, what if they you say. Up, cash yeah, flow is king. It's true. If if you end up having more going out than coming in, you're you're going to get in trouble in a hurry. So let's work on what's going out. Yeah. And uh, another good piece of advice, in, in my experience, is to monitor your expenses. You know, tighten that budget up where you can. Yeah. If you're if you're going out too much or or doing too many whim purchases, um, I've been let, guilty. Let's of stop that. that. Oh, we all have. We yeah. all have. You know, in in the stores, they're no dummies. They strategically place yeah. items. <laughs> you know, for, for us. So, um, yeah. My wife always tells me you're a sucker for marketing because I see something, I get excited. I'm like, oh, that looks great. We need that. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they they are strategic. Oh, you're right. I think that's a that's a good point. Now, what do you think are some good ways our listeners out there can tighten up their budgets a bit? You know, one potential starting point, Tony, is creating two distinct lists. So I want you to 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 get two lists out. And then that first list, I want you to label it fixed expenses. And then on the other one, optional spending. This is the key step. So you're going to sit down and it won't take you long at all. You know what you're spending every month and what it's going to. And I want you to kind of write down and uh, roll up your sleeves at this point and figure out, you know, what you really need versus what you want. And we're going to write down those items that are fixed and write down those items that I call discretionary optional spending. And I want you to tally that up and I want to start tackling uh, those areas that we're that we're spending money that honestly, you know, it's not going to change you that much. It's not going to hurt that much to to tighten the belt there. And then we're going to talk about looking at where we're going to take that savings and apply it to reduce debt. Well, I'm thinking about this, and I think one one area is like streaming services. I like a good binge watch as much as the next person, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, absolutely yeah i mean given the choice though between keeping the heat on or the ac on or a streaming service i think i'll take the heat right i mean <laughs> absolutely you know uh it, it, it sometimes is, is truly uh it's just looking you in the face you know it's just obvious and but we need to we need to tackle that though because a lot of us get guilty of putting it aside or not thinking about it yeah and and then worry about it when the bill comes in yeah that's that's a serious problem i mean uh obviously streaming services a lot they can get out of control because there are so many now and it's a monthly cost and you forget about them and they're hitting your account each month so go through those and uh you know we've talked about that before uh, yep. what's an what's another piece of advice well the next one is to make sure that you keep uh, filling up that emergency fund so i want you to have a fund set aside in my appointment this morning she achieves achieve this using two different uh, credit unions. You know, Tony, she did her homework. She found the best paying one in town, and she does have to jump through some hoops. They make her do so many um, things, purchases, use the user debit card in a certain way. But by accomplishing that, she's earning a nice 1% return on that safe money. 
And so I want you to create that emergency safe money, money that um, is typically in my mind needs to be three to six months um, worth of living expenses. So that if something horrible happened and a lot of people's experienced horrible things in the last couple of years, um, we want to have that three to six months that you have time to search for a new job or to heal or to do whatever you need to do to get through this this rough spot and uh but that money shouldn't just be sitting under the mattress let's try to make it go to work for you right and uh, my appointment this morning uh was utilizing credit unions um we obviously can help people uh with with uh investments that are very liquid highly liquid and pay a, a decent return yeah and that's key right there i mean i'm glad you talked about that because uh, you know, a lot of people want to keep their money safe. Uh, maybe they're risk adverse or, you know, they're worried about where the market might be headed. We've had such a long run of uh, high markets. They're wondering when the big bull market or bear market's going to hit. So, uh, but you mentioned, you know, put it under the mattress, but then you're losing money to inflation. So, uh, you know, Absolutely. you can't keep it on, you can't keep it under the mattress, <laughs> but that emergency nope. fund is huge. Uh, that's important it, to have that somewhere safe, keep an emergency fund. And if there's a way to have it where it's earning a little bit of interest, at least that would be good, but it needs to be accessible. But, you know, a lot of people, when they switch jobs and a lot of people have changed jobs with the COVID happening. Uh, you might have a gap between your last paycheck from your old company and your first paycheck from your new company. So that's where an emergency fund might really come into play, right? Absolutely. And it's so important to uh, do what you said, you know, have it where it's accessible. But we also want to be mindful of what's going on in it with, with interest rates. And and um, we can help you get a decent return on that money instead of it sitting in a non-interest-bearing checking account or one that's paying very, very little. So, you know, um, I believe that uh, it's wise for people to be proactive. So, Tony, when it comes to creating a network, which is another one of the things that I want people to do, even if you love your current job, you never really know what the future might hold. And so it's important to to meet people in your field, to meet people uh, and to find out their experiences, their life stories, and share your experiences and build friendships, professional friendships as well as personal friendships. Uh, they become very valuable. And I'll give you another example. It just happens to be another immigrant that's my uh, lives very close to me and she came to america and started cutting hair she was living in an apartment and she started cutting hair with a banker and that banker you know through the course of of uh, months and months they became um, they knew a lot about each other they talked and and uh he asked her he said so do you have your own home and she says no but i would love to well through that relationship of meeting a banker he helped her get her first home. Now today, roll the clock, uh, you know, 20 years, actually closer to 30 years forward, she not only has her own home uh, paid for, but she owns 20 other rental homes. All because, and she, and she still cuts hair today, still cuts hair, but all because of that, not being afraid to talk to somebody, ask for help, 
asked for things that you didn't know. She had no clue how the banking system worked here in America. And uh, the guy was just a nice guy. And and she was a very good client. Uh, she took care of business, hard worker. And he saw that and was not late with payments, was not a headache. And get, she told me she made her first uh, home purchase, much, much, um, you know, a fixer up or nothing fancy. But, but she utilized that and went back to him after being good on those payments for, for uh, a year. And, and she has snowballed that and just continued to repeat it. Her husband uh, is a handyman. And doing something like that, that comes in handy because he's out there doing a lot of repairs or sales to save money. And I see him all the time. He's, he passes by with his ladder in the back. You know, he's got a, a full-blown work truck that they just service their own properties. So wow. That's it's, awesome. It, it's very important, folks, to to if, if that's not the person you are, you're more introverted, try to break out. Do things that make you a little uncomfortable. Uh, but it's not uncomfortable when you, you, you know, you're talking to coworkers or, or you just never know where that conversation may lead you. Um, I have had so many clients referred to me through friends because I took the time and effort to develop relationships. And I, yeah. and quite honestly, I'm not seeking business through that. It just, it happens. It just happens. And, uh, I feel like, that no matter what profession um, that I would be in, that it'd be extremely beneficial to know people. Well, I'm glad you brought this up because I don't think this is a topic we've ever touched on uh, here yep. on the show. Yep. And and that is networking. I mean, uh, it really can make a difference. If you want to be financially successful or uh, you know really have success with your finances, you need to network. And I mean, as far as job security goes, even if you love your current job and you're thriving, who's to say somebody from your professional network might not present you with an opportunity for advancement that's too good to pass up? This happens, but you have to be willing to network. So I think that's huge. Now, we should probably take a quick break here, Michael. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, I would like you to reach out to me, and you can do that, Michael McGuire, at 405-760-58. Let's say that you've got some money that you have set aside for that emergency fund, but you'd like to earn a better rate of return on it. Reach out to us. We can help guide you and see you know, what your risk tolerances are and what safe money's paying. Um, it just takes a phone call, Tony, at 405-760-5863. And also check out our, our, our website at mcguirecap.com. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from McGuire Capital by visiting mcguirecap.com or calling us at 405-760-5863. And welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host today 
Hey, he's the man with the plan. It's Michael McGuire. Yep, that's right. He's right here with us today, uh, live and in person. It's great to see you, Michael, and great show so far today. I love the topic. Uh, we're talking about how to recession-proof your finances, and we even got into the importance of networking uh, as part of your career on a professional level. That is so important. I'm glad you brought that up. But, uh, you know, you've been talking about ways to position your finances to weather the difficulties that can come with economic downturns, like a gap in employment, things like that. You talked about the importance of having an emergency fund. So, you know, going through these financial strategies that you've been talking about to find areas that might need adjustment or, hey, even an overhaul, I think it's an important move even in the best of times. So what do you have for us next? Well, you know, that networking kind of falls into the next category, which is sometimes it it makes sense uh, to take on a a little extra work. You know, Tony, um, it's funny how life can lead you down different paths. So you never know. Take take on maybe maybe you uh, let's say that you've got a goal in mind to knock off this credit card that's got a 18 percent interest rate on it. Hey, if you're young and nothing is beneath you when you're when you're building for your family in your retirement you know go deliver pizza go out and do an uber job do something that will allow you to throw extra money towards this goal and that's part of it is writing down what is your goal maybe that goal is a, a is a special um retirement a plan or or for your spouse maybe it's for a child's education maybe it's simply to knock off a high interest paying credit card yeah you don't want credit card debt you don't want that rolling uh, over each month no and it it, it, in that snowballs for you the wrong direction so what i want you to do is to open your mind up for a part-time or second job um, especially if you can find one that you enjoy that really is not work to you. And I think um, it, it, for some people, you know, they're they're totally into their career and that's not going to be an option and that's okay. Work smarter, not harder. Maybe you need to, to really evaluate how you're doing your job and become more efficient at it because if you're working for somebody else or you're self-employed, you know, uh, the person that's working for somebody else that uh, goes in not for the job, but becomes a true uh, believer in the company and what the company uh, mission is, what their mission statement is, it will show up. Management will recognize that. And I'll tell you right now, if they don't, somebody else will and will steal you away. If you are self-employed, then you need to um, you know, getting a, a second job is out of the question. You're trying to build your your what you're currently doing. So it, it may be um, doing the things that are negative in your life, writing down, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to stay up, um, you know, later than I should. I'm going to get to bed earlier so I can get up earlier and attack the day. You know, little bitty things that tweak you. It, it, you know uh, that athletes, professional athletes, have honed what they do, and they have worked at it, and they have trimmed and, and changed and modified 
little bitty things to become a better athlete in whatever, whether it's golf or football, whatever they're doing. The same thing's true for us, whether we work for somebody or whether we own our own company. So important to fine tune. Uh, take those. Here's a great thing that you can do. You can write down uh, what your goals are. And then every time a, a, a time stiller, something that enters your life, you need to ask yourself, is this, is, is this activity going to take me closer to my goal or further away? And hey, I'm 55 years old and I can, I can get on my phone and download a silly little game that my 14-year-old has showed me and I can look up and I've wasted an hour. You know, and hey, it's okay. Sometimes we need to waste an hour, but we got to be careful that doesn't consume us. It's is is it going to take me further away or closer to my goal? And everything in moderation, right, Tony? Well, yeah, that's the key. Everything in moderation, but you have to watch it. And I think you know, you know your limits as you go, and you really got to stick to those. And I, I like the example you gave because you, you kind of hit the nail on the head for me. You hit you hit home with the staying up too late. Yep. Uh, I just I'm addicted to TV, movies, and books. Yep. And so I stay up late reading, or I stay up late binging a TV show on a work night when I know I shouldn't, and you know I pay for it the next day. Uh, I don't yep, work we as well the next we day. So, it. yeah. And it's okay in moderation. We we all do it. I'm I, yeah. I, the reason why I purchased Netflix stock is because I was spending a lot of time looking at Netflix movies, <laughs> and 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 then that turned out to be a smart thing to do. Um, that's the other thing I want you to be aware of of what you spend your time doing and what your friends spend their time doing. Because I, I just look at things in a different perspective because it's what I do and I've been doing it for three decades. You know, how is this going to make me money? How is this going to improve my relationship with my family? How is this going to uh, make a difference in the world? Well, a lot of times I'm looking at things financially. So it didn't take me long to figure out all of our friends are watching Yellowstone paramount network all of our yep. friends or you know whatever the show is um, then you do your homework and this thing called netflix a long time ago was a new thing and keep your eyes open there's always opportunities and we can help you uh with that maybe your side job is investing <laughs> you know maybe sure. it's appropriate for you to uh i love the thought of having my money work for me while yeah. i'm not working and that is a key thing. So um, let's take a moment, Tony, and discuss diversifying our clients' portfolios, our listeners. Yeah, um, that's huge. Yeah, in my eyes, it's really critical. And yeah. many of us probably have heard of these horror stories of people who's lost a ginamic, uh, uh, a gigantic chunk, or ginormous. Of money. Or ginormous, that's right. <laughs> Chuck of money to make up words. Uh, yep, uh, during a downturn, and I'll I'll just reveal something personal. You know, um, gosh, how far back has this been? A long ways back. I worked for a company called Smith Barney. I was a branch manager 
in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And that little office uh, managed almost a half a billion dollars. And wow. I was, I in was Norman, the, Oklahoma. In Norman, Oklahoma. Wow. Um, small boutique, boutique yep. office. I was the branch manager. And... Um, I owned uh, I owned a half a million dollars worth of Citigroup stock, and Citigroup oh. owned owned Smith Barney. Sure, and you know I've been doing it at that point a long time, and this is where diversification comes into play. I looked it straight in the eyes of my boss's boss, and I said, "Are we, meaning Citigroup, going to take out take out bailout money?" And he looked me back in the eye and said, absolutely not. Two weeks later, Citigroup went to the government and did bailout money. And that stock went from 50 to a dollar. Yep. And your radio host, who sometimes at that time felt like he knew everything, lost right at a half a million dollars. Oh. So I could have let that crush me. But you know what it did, Tony? It made me well, it taught a, you a lesson. Better. That's for sure. Oh, it taught me a lesson and made me. You never me, have all your eggs in one basket. Yep. Made me a much, uh, made me a better advisor. Yeah. And thank That's goodness, the problem. People work for a company all their lives and it's been around forever and they think, well, this is a solid company. This is where I'll keep my money. And they have all their stocks in, let's say they worked for Sears or they exactly. worked they work for Kodak. Exactly. I mean, where are Enron, these companies? Enron. Some of our listeners might not even know who yep. Kodak is. I yep. mean, they were one of the largest companies in the world at one point. Now they don't exist. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Sears was the largest retailer, you know? Yep. Uh, and then yep. a company called Walmart came along. Yep. So it's so and important. Then Diversification. So. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I use that in... in Thank goodness that wasn't all my eggs, but that was all my eggs in one basket. That was my basket. <laughs> was my retirement account basket. I had other yeah, investments. Yeah, that's not good. But I, I had, I had uh, really drunk the Kool-Aid. And so when I come across clients, which I often do, and see them over-concentrated into one or two things, I, it, and it's usually hard to get them to change. Why? And it's usually because, if it's a company they work for too, maybe. Yes, you know? they they yes. It's just there are black swan events, things that happen that you just aren't aware that they could happen. And like the internet. Um, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, people used to own stock in Universal Music and Warner Brother Records too. But then the internet yes. happened. You know what I mean? Yes. And all the physical CD and record sales uh, tanked. So things happen. I mean, times change. So, you know, Sears is no longer, uh, Kodak's no longer, and then you can go on and on. I mean, even IBM. So people who work for a company and they've worked there 30 years and they, I got this money and I got all my stock in this company because I've worked there and I believe in them and they've been big and I've gotten great returns. But yep. if all your money, if all your retirement's tied up there, and next week COVID hits and the company you work for can't do business anymore because of COVID or because of a new technology, then you're done. Yes. And so, you know, take it from me. There is hope for you. If you have experienced this, if you've worked for a company and they didn't make it through COVID, they went out, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, learn from that experience and go forward 
And, you know, today, actually, I recovered from that, and, and, and it wasn't a crazy amount. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It took a while. Um, but today, I'm a much better investor, advisor, um, because I've lived it. Man, I yeah. have watched that thing go down. I know when a client looks at a statement, comes to me and, and says, you know, my, my other advisor, it's just killing me. I know what that feels like to look at that statement. It's so important that you're dealing with somebody that's been there, done that, has the roadmap, has learned. And uh, that's the advantage of going with McGuire Capital with myself is that we, we have – uh, many, many years of experience. And, uh, and, and, you know, I haven't lost sight of where I came from. Um, it's important to understand that, you know, all day, every day, I can look at a balance sheet of a company. I can, I can go through the prospectus and, and I get all that, but, but I need to remember that maybe my client, you know, doesn't get that because they haven't had to, and maybe they should. And I can, I'm very good at, at um, really not talking down to somebody and really explaining. And I, it doesn't matter to me um, how much experience you have. Um, it, I'm going to, I'm going to treat you like I want to be treated and I want to be treated. Um, as I've said many times, I started buying my first investment when I was 14 years old. I want to be treated uh, with respect and I also want somebody not to talk above me. I want them to truly care and be invested in me. And I try very hard to do that. I, I, so I start out, I don't care if you got $10 million with me, I'm gonna go over what a mutual fund is and, and what an ETF is and, and, and what it means, what a beta is and what it, what it means to, to look at a chart and to look at the fundamentals of a company. And I'm gonna build a foundation because quite frankly, not you know anything that's solid um, is only as solid as its foundation and so you need to be with somebody that you really like and somebody that really cares about you and your family and that's going to lay a foundation and understands how to do that they have been burned they understand how quickly things can change um, through an event that you had no idea was even on the radar screen and so that leads me into tony um what we're going to talk about in the last half of the show how much time do we have for our next break yeah we have uh actually we should probably take a little break right now okay and, and then we'll jump into the final segment but uh, before the break let our listeners know because a big part of all this is working with a financial services professional like yourself so how can they get a hold of you for that no charge consultation Absolutely. And please stay tuned for this next segment um, because it's going to get, uh, I think, very, uh, it's going to give you some information that I think everybody really needs and it's going to be interesting. So call me though. Call me at 405-760-5863. Just set up, you know, we can talk over the phone. We can chat over the phone. We can set up a one-on-one -on -one appointment, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, when you do that, you're going to meet me. You're going to get a copy of my book and you're going to uh, really, uh, come away from that meeting, I think, with uh, a better understanding of what you're currently doing. So you, it all starts with a phone call to Michael McGuire at 
All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show after this. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At McGuire Capital, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at mcguirecap.com or call us at 405-760-5863. That number again is 405-760-5863. And welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Michael McGuire. And Michael, it's been a great show today. You've brought a lot of great food for thought on how to recession-proof your finances and keep them on track, uh, even during uncertain economic times with high inflation, uh, with continuing COVID concerns, uh, concerns about government spending and taxes, and just the supply chain economics right now, uh, a, a lot's going on and people are concerned, yes. but we want to be positive in what you can do uh, to really help uh, weather those times and so you don't have to worry about them. And that's, you know, build up an emergency fund network. We've talked about uh, making sure your investments are balanced, your portfolio is balanced, and that doesn't just mean within the stock market. But uh, all the way, you know, where is your money at? How much is in an emergency fund? How much uh, in retirement are you going to get from Social Security? How to minimize the tax burden? So, I mean, we've covered a lot today uh, about building that financial strategy that's going to offer at least some degree of protection from economic downturns. What do you have for us next? Well, here's what it looks like. We're going to transition a little bit. And here's what it looks like after you make that phone call to me. We set an appointment just like I did this morning Sure. and I met with the radio uh, listener and what I asked her to bring to that appointment is where she's at today. Bring those statements. Um, Let me see what you're currently doing. Uh, Do you know what your social security uh, will look like when you retire? If not, we can help you get that. Um, But she had done that. She gave me a list of the various things. And one of the key things that I immediately saw that she did absolutely correct is, you know, Tony, as we get older, as we get closer to retirement, it's very important to uh, make changes in our strategy because our strategy is going to change in retirement. You know, it's preservation of capital. It's income streams from that capital that we have saved in all of our lives and work for. You know, as we're younger, our strategy is to build that nest egg, to get that money to that point. And yep. to do that properly, you know what it takes, Tony? It takes some risk. You got to own some stocks, whether they're in the form of mutual funds in a 401k or individual stocks. You know, Tony, that. There is risk in life and there's reward for taking risk. But time is our friend always in the market. And I always say this, I get these people that that want to do, do it themselves, and that's cool. Um, but the problem is they touch their money too much. And when you touch your money, it's like a bar of soap. The more and more you touch it, the smaller it gets most of the time. And so you need somebody that is going to be your guide. You know, my book, Tall Ships and Small Ships and Ships that that, that 
that represents tall ships being large amounts of money, small ships being people starting out small and navigating the the high waters of, of retirement, the treacherous storms that come. And you need to understand a plan is the first step. And the second step is a captain, somebody that's going to help help guide you through the storms of life and because it's just human nature you get people that start looking at their account by the hour don't do that there's no need to do that you know many times and i know the listeners have heard this this too shall pass you know if you don't like oklahoma's weather stick around a few hours and it's going to get changed right (laughs) that's right that that you don't i don't want you to take that there's some advisors that use that too much uh they don't want to take the time to look at your portfolio and take care of you and but but looking at it daily hourly not probably not a good idea Um, we're emotional creatures and fear and greed sway on all of us and we start seeing an account drop and we get fearful and we think, oh my gosh, it's going to go to zero. Well, if you have a very well diversified plan that is investments in place that are um, properly correlated and and then you've got not overexposed, then the truth is the storm's going to pass. You're diversified. And if you've got enough time, you're young, then the most of the time, the best course of action is stay the course, add to it, dollar cost average, buy low, buy into it, buy, you're going to buy high and low, but you're going to average out and uh, very good advice. Now, here's the thing. When we get closer to retirement, we're no longer in the accumulation stage. We're about to be in the distribution stage. So uh, I looked at this lady's portfolio. She had already moved half her money to fixed index annuities. One of the things I go to, if I had CDs paying, you know, seven, eight percent, um, then that's what I'd be looking at. But I've got to put people's money that are in retirement away from the market. They all can't be in the market. You still need some. We've still got something called inflation and we've got something, you know, cost of living goes up and we got to, we want to maintain our lifestyle, right? But we can't afford to wake up and see our account drop by 40%. Just can't do it. We don't have time to make it up for it. And so in the distribution stage of life, which is retirement, we're going to start sending out monthly checks. You know, Uncle Sam's going to start sending out Social Security checks. If your company, you're one of the fortunate few that have a pension, we're going to evaluate that. We may turn on the, the pension plan. We may do a rollover of that where you have more control. But we're going to, we're going to start sending you out money. And we're going to tell you how much you should be taking. Now, you're my boss, and you're going to take, and I'm going to lay out, you know, what the ramifications are taking more. Um, But we can answer those questions. If you're working towards retirement, how much do you need to have saved? How much do you need to be putting in now to get to that goal? If you're in retirement, how much can you safely pull out and not run out of money before you die? So, Tony... um, I think the key to this last segment is for people to realize you need a captain. You need somebody like myself to help guide you and you need a a strategy, a financial plan, and you need to work that plan. So not good to look at it daily. For me, it's probably good to look at it monthly. Some people it's quarterly. 
Uh, depends on what stage where you are in life, but I think monthly it fits the bill for a lot of people. Well, does that yeah. make sense? No, that makes perfect sense, and I think that's really important. Obviously, um, we want to get things right. You have to work with somebody like yourself, and it's you know you talk about portfolios and things like that. Uh, how do you have an opinion about how often we should be checking our portfolio? I mean, some people are obsessive and doing it daily. Obviously, it's part of your job, but um, how often do people need to review where they're at? Well, you know, I, I, I'm a believer in quarterly reviews for sure, as as a minimum. Uh, monthly's just fine. Most people are getting a, a statement each month. Pull that statement out and open it up. Uh, even if it's going down, if we're in great times, that's great. But open it up. Uh, it, it's, it's okay to have a conversation with your advisor. And it's okay for them to know that you want to speak uh, once a month and get on their list. And um, if you want more than that, more touches than that, that's okay too. But I, I think the, the, the sweet spot is either a month, Tony, or quarterly is where everybody should be looking at doing. And be mindful um, of your position right now in your plan. Where are you in your retirement plan? Are you midway through? Have you just started it? Are you actually into the distribution phase? And wherever you fall inside of that uh, plan, um, make sure you're working with somebody you want to work with. You know, this is a long-term deal. Um, I tell clients I'm going to do this until I die. I love it. I'm 55 right now. But I have a backup plan. It's my son. You know, uh, Jacob McGuire has been doing this. I, I'm probably wrong on this. Seven years at least, maybe eight um, and Jacob's my backup plan. So whenever I am done, when they will me out of there, um, out of the office, then he, he's my backup plan for my clients. So you need to have a backup plan. Maybe you're dealing with somebody that you love. Keep dealing with them. Call me for a second opinion all day long. That's fine. But if, if you feel like they're not doing you the service that you deserve or should be getting, then pick up the phone. Give me a call. We'll do a review. No obligation. And you can reach me, Michael McGuire, at 405-760-5863. I would love the opportunity to review what you're currently doing. And just like this morning, um, I really believe that I made a client today. And I'm going to do a full-blown financial plan. I'm doing a Social Security report. I'm doing uh, the Color of Money report, Tony, which is a risk analysis. I'm taking a look at what she's currently doing. And I'm going to slice and dice those those um, mutual funds and let her know it, exactly how diversified she is. Because sometimes you buy two or three funds and you don't realize that they all own the same stocks or they're highly concentrated in the same stocks. We're going to lay that out through a nice report. Uh, I have a feeling she's done everything pretty much correctly. I, I Glancing over it, and if you do it many decades as I have, you can, I can get it pretty close to what I think the certified financial planners who work for us are going to come back and, and give us uh, that report. I think that um, we're going to shift a little bit more towards safety and change up some things. I, you know, Tony, there's uh, the difference between a mutual fund and a, an ETF, an exchange traded fund. Um, there's some dis differences and there's some cost savings using ETFs. Um, her por portfolio was mainly 
uh, mutual fund. So I'm probably going to try to sway her to save some money and uh, to utilize uh, exchange traded funds. And uh, but but that that everybody's different. Everybody has their own risk tolerance. Everybody has their own uh, where they are stationed in life right now. And you need to be with somebody that's going to recognize that and recognize you're unique. And that's the key. I think Tony is, well, I always say it, know, like, and trust, yeah. you know, know who you're dealing with, like them and then trust them. And, uh, often, often I, uh, I, I end up having friends besides clients and that's what I like. So if you're at the stage where you absolutely know that you're not getting, uh, any help or the help that you deserve, then call me. Uh, we're here for you. So I hope that everybody um, listening this has a great week this coming week. I want you to tune back in here. I want you to be watching Channel 9. I'm, I'm, I'm doing advertising, Tony, on Channel 9. I've got lots of calls, people seeing me. So you can you can see the face behind the, the voice. Um, and uh, we're available for you anytime. You can call me at 405 760 five eight six three i thank the lord i'm i still love what i do and uh, i look forward to hearing from you so once again it's michael mcguire at four zero five seven six zero five eight six three all right thanks michael and it's been a great discussion so far today but listeners that does it for today's episode of the bull and the bear show with our host michael mcguire Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.